If you want the best coverage from the farm system to the front office, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast, now on the Dub Network. Here are your hosts, Jeff and John. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode 94, and today, do it for Durrett with John Daniels. John Daniels, the former Texas Rangers President of Baseball Operations and General Manager, now a special advisor to the Tampa Bay Rays is going to join us. A big part of Do It for Durrett, he sits on the board. He's going to join us today. Yeah, yeah. Along with Jake Dupree, a lot of you may know this. Dupree. 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 Yeah. Um, he is the, he's the kid that uh, started this. He, he runs on Instagram at rangers.nation. I'm going to say .com a few times, too. I know that. <laughs> at rangers.nation. He runs that Instagram account. He's the one that started Section 133 and uh, where they did the sellout out there. And yeah, Corey's Corner. Corey's Corner and all of that. He's going to join us for about 10 minutes before we get John on here. Um, he's a big fan of the show and a great kid. And what he did, I thought, was just fantastic. Pretty cool. It yeah. was pretty cool, and I, I'm yeah. anxious to kind of hear more about that. I think there's even plans to do another one. There and is. We'll, we'll, yeah. talk to, we'll talk to him about that. But let's before we get into uh, the, the big league club, and get uh, Jake in here, and then we'll talk to John. Let's talk about Do It For Durrett and exactly. This is a huge thing. It sits on my heart so well, and I'm not even part of the board. Yeah, yeah. Richard Durrett was a fantastic friend to all of y'all. Yeah, he was, and, um, you know, he's, he's he, he passed suddenly in, in June of, of 2014. Um, just, uh, you know, we were, team was in Oakland, and, you know, it – he wasn't there, but he was he was getting ready to go to Anaheim. His family was in Anaheim at Disney World, and he was getting ready to go out there. Anyway, you know, was was, was jogging, which we always did, jogging to get his uh, sister-in-law's car at the shop and drive it back to the house, and um, didn't make it back. Didn't make it back. Anyway, um, from that came uh, a movement to help the family out because uh, Kelly, Richard's wife, uh, two, ki- two young kids, and she was pregnant, and um, – so anyway, we had the we had to do it for dirt at uh, Billy Bob's and uh, made raised a ton of money two hundred thousand dollars gave it all to the family and it was great and uh, from that you know we were we were kind of some of us were kind of inspired to to keep it going and um, we we wanted to ask Kelly's permission she's like well we don't want any more money and so it it became helping the community uh, from families who were affected by the sudden loss of a parent like the dirts were and. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're still running, uh, nine years later and, um, our Fantastic. event, our event is, is Friday at, at the Rangers golf club in Arlington. It's called the do it for dirt double header. It's golf followed by the dinner and the auction stuff. And you don't have to, um, you don't have to do both. You can do one or the other. Right. Um, but, uh, the, the, the money all goes to a great cause, helping, helping area families who really are going through a tough time and, uh, let me get the website out there. It's nextsteprecruitinggolf.com. We've partnered with Next Step Recruiting, which has held a, a charity golf ter- tournament that, that has benefited Do It For Dirt the past uh, four or five years. And uh, we just combined forces this year. And uh, uh, the, the group there, led by Greg Denman, they really, they've really taken off. And, and, and uh, it's going to be a great event. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a hot, sweaty day. A lot of beers are going to be drank, and uh, <laughs> we're going to raise a lot of money. Hey, let me, and let me and let me say this from this perspective. I don't know the tragedy that Kelly or any person that deals with sudden loss goes through. But I went through a thing with my son, and I can tell you just dealing with that, yeah. your brain goes to 8 million different locations, and somebody needs to step in and help. 
because so if we had lost him or if someone loses someone that quickly, yeah. whether it's the husband or the wife or whatever, this is near and dear to my heart because I just probably realized one one hundredth of what they go through, and I can tell you it's stress. Yeah. And so these families to have someone step up and give them money to go go take care of all your bills. We got your bills covered. You take care of your family. Sure. I, and I've seen these families the last four or five years, and it's just I it tears me up every time. It's just it's it's so wonderful. And Kelly being a big part of it, with yeah. these kids, it's just amazing. What a great cause, and it's so unfortunate why this has even started. I think right. I, we all know we would rather have Richard here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I've heard such great stories about him. Only met him once, but it was basically as a fan. But, uh, yeah. you know, it just seemed like one of the most unbelievable guys. Yeah, yeah. It, everything you heard about him is true. I only know one, I only knew one person who didn't like him, and he's uh, since gone to the afterlife and it's probably uh, not – Friends in the, with him. Not in, <laughs> no, he's not, not in the same place that Richard is. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you know, we're – as always, we we get a lot of auction items from the Rangers and Seen a lot from of around things. baseball, and the auction items are up right now at thirty two auctions dot com slash do it for dirt. Um, I, I brought some last year. I didn't bring any this year because they're already um, at the location. They're already getting packaged up and everything. But um, I can tell you that you know we have signed baseballs from just about anybody who's in, everybody who's anybody. We have jerseys from uh, Marcus Trips. Simeon and. We have uh, Adolis Garcia from the, uh, the I think, uh, throwback jersey from uh, maybe 82. It's a pretty cool-looking jersey. Just, there's just all kinds of stuff. And that, that doesn't include the things that Next Step has brought into it. There's a trip to Turks, Turks and Quesos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. There's that a cool. broken bow cabin. Um, so there, there are a lot of experiences that are, that are out there that, that people are going to want to get their hands on. So Playing golf with uh, – with Mike Maddox, yeah, that's one of them. That's going to be at the the live autumn, uh, auction. Evan Evan Grant uh, has has come through with uh, um, a goey barbecue with with Evan. There's also going to be a, a situation Kinsler's where yeah, Ian Kinsler is going to be there, but also pizza from Kanye Rosso. Um, we can't say what our idea was. We're going to try to have it for next year, but I yeah. think that would be cool. And yeah, I, I really I think, think so. the Angels yeah. will probably get it together. Yeah. But um, so we're not going to say anything about it. But there's just some cool ways to raise money and get fans involved. And I'm telling you, if you are a fan of the Texas Rangers and you don't want to play golf, buy a ticket to the dinner. Come to it. A lot of Rangers former will be there. Now we're going to be current one. No current ones. They're going to be out of town. Yeah, they're going to be out of town. Uh, so they're not going to be there, but you'll get to meet Emily yeah. Jones. You'll get to meet John Daniels will be there who we're having on today. Correct. Jeff and I'll be there. You'll see Evan, a few people that'll be there that, that they stay in town to do this every year just because it's on their heart. It's one of the funnest things I do. I, I just so enjoy it. It's a, but it always, it, it's bittersweet. Because I know why the event's there, yeah. and I hate that that's the reason it's there. But, man, for a Ranger fan, it's fantastic. Yeah, it is. And um, and there's not just Ranger stuff. There's stuff from all over the league. I right, mean, Dirk right. has shoes that were signed last year. It was, it was a Luca. Luca's, Luca's yeah. shoes. We, and, we don't have the Luca shoes this year, unfortunately. But Ron Washington goes out and gets Ron stuff. Ron Washington, yeah, he's sending. he said he was dropping stuff in the mail Friday or Saturday. So we'll see what, what he has from Braves and across the National League. So, it's just good stuff, you know, um, and 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 he, you know, a lot of it is is uh, going to be autographed balls this year. Yeah, the the sense around the league is that they the hitters don't want to part with their bats for some reason. I don't know if there's a wood <laughs> shortage or what, but like we've got a Corey Seager signed helmet, and we got a Corey Seager signed pair of shoes. 
just really good stuff, and uh, it, it all goes to a good cause. So, yeah, um, absolutely. Again, uh, it's at Ra- Rangers Golf Club. There used to be Chester W. Ditto Golf Course. It's nothing like Ditto now. Holy <laughs> cow! Um, Friday, go to go to Next Step recruitinggolf.com and there's links to everything links how to register for the golf how to register for the event uh the auction website also has a a, a link on there so and, and let me just say this one stop. yeah if you are a scratch golfer you can request that john moore's on your team we're, we're playing together we are i'm pretty sure yeah. do we have our other our pairing yet i don't know but if if, if we <laughs> don't and you're a scratch golfer Please say you want to play golf with Jeff and John. Yeah. We'll That's take, not we'll a problem, ta- we'll right? We'll take you. We'll yeah. take you. All right. Listen, we got to talk about the big league team. Right. That's why we're here. This is a Texas Ranger <laughs> podcast. You write for Rangers Today. I've got a little thing, little things I do, too, for Rangers Today, but you're not paying for me. You're paying for him. And But – We've got to talk about Hey, that's rangerstoday.com, $5.99 a month. That's right, $5.99 a month. Someone's already brought it up. There's no coverage in Tarrant County if you're a Tarrant County person. But, hey, rangerstoday.com is $5.99, $60 for a year, $35 if you just want six months, which will carry you through the playoffs and into spring yeah. training. Yeah. Um, but but I would say just at least do $5.99 just on a month-to-month basis and see if you like it. You're going to love the content. You're going to love it. It's all Ranger content. That's all you need. Um and it's worth every penny. Oh yeah, I, I uh, if I were a Rangers fan and not the sports writer, and I saw this Rangers today, I'd be like, I got to sign up for it because it's absolutely it's it's the podcast which is free, but uh, it's coverage that of the minor leagues that nobody else does. Yeah. And if and if, if you're a fan of the team, you want to know what's coming, you want to know what the future holds. We we take care of that, and uh, um, but then we you know. Then we also do a, the daily stuff and the yeah. daily newsletter and fun stuff. So yep. it's yep. it's 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 totally worth and it. And there are people in the organization that that are part of Rangers today that 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 uh, subscribe and yeah. and uh, and other people that cover them that subscribe. I mean yeah. they they come to us to you. I say us. It is not me. It's more <laughs> him. Um, like on here where I steer the conversation, but they come for the content. Okay, this team is seventy two and fifty one. They're tw- yeah. I mean, it's hard to believe they lost three in a row. And they're still twenty one games over five hundred. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. They've uh, you know they've run into uh, the bats have gone cold just a little bit. Um, oh well, look, they came back and almost won the other night. Uh, yeah, but still, it's Sunday, by the way, guys. Yeah, we're doing, it, it, we're doing it on Sunday because John Daniels was going to jump on. He's got to go to a conference. And he doesn't work for the Rangers, so he's got to go deal with his stuff. But uh, he's going to jump on with us here in a little bit. But it's Sunday to get this out, and we wanted to get it out in plenty of time for do it for Durrett. Yeah. Um, but seventy-two. I mean, they're seventy-two and fifty-one, and they're they're five and five in their last ten, and they've lost three. Um, God, still a great team. Yeah. I think someone took it over with the run differential. Uh, maybe that. Yeah, it was the Braves. The Braves are the, Bra- the Braves have plus two thirteen. The Rangers are at one eighty nine. The Braves are the best team. Yeah. Right. Oh, without they're, it, they're they're very very good, and um, but the Rangers are are a, a top five team in the league. Um, you know, if you look at their Baltimore's starter, good. If you look at their starting rotation right now, the Rangers are have the best. The the Rangers starters have the best starters ERA in baseball. Right. They have the best starters ERA this month in baseball. Right. Um, the offense leads the majors in a couple categories like hits and doubles. Um, they lead. The American League in just about every every category, just just about every one, not all of them, but just right. about every one, including like average and, and slugging percentage and runs and things like that. Right. Um, so th- this team can hit, the team can pitch, 
Um, but, and, and baseball teams just run into little stretches like this. Sure. You know, and, and I said it last week. They'd go through a stretch where they lose four out of six yeah. or five out of seven. Yeah. I said you know, that. And then teams get super hot like the Mariners are right now, but yes. the Mariners aren't going to sustain this. And um, so, it, but anyway, it's probably a three-team race now in, in the West. Uh, the Mariners have made it into the, the play. The Mar- they're they're the a wild card are, team right now. are right there. Um, so, you know, but this is what, this is this is meaningful baseball. This is something the Rangers haven't done in a long <laughs> time. And uh, this is, it's it can be stressful. You know, you're going to be, fans are going to be looking at, uh, you know, if the Rangers are behind, they're going to be looking to see if the Astros and the Mariners are behind. Uh, you know, and and, and it's going to be it's your scoreboard watching now. Yeah, it's so you're gonna you're gonna get get into a, a rut. You're going to get a little nervous, maybe. You're going to get frustrated, but uh, don't worry about it. It's just the course of a season. You know, the same things that happen in May happen in September. Right. Um, you know, it's just the time. The timing stinks a little bit and makes you a little more nervous. But uh, just keep in mind that this team's been in first place pretty much the whole season. All right, you know the it, it got the lead got down to a half game. Astro, Astros still didn't get get past them, um, so you know this this team's resilient and they're good. You know, and yes. they they can be better. I wrote in the the Sunday in the Sunday read today. You know, three areas where they can be better. I you know the rotation is going to get better because Evaldi is getting healthy. Yeah, this we got to talk about that. He's he's gonna he's gonna throw a lot of batting practice in Arizona either uh, Monday, Monday night, or Tuesday. And um, that's it. You know, after, after that, they'll de- decide if he should go on a rehab assignment in pitching games, or they they might consider building him up in major league games and um, doing like a piggyback. A thing. piggyback, yeah, because the, they'll they'll have enough. Look, when when Evaldi comes back, somebody's got to go to the bullpen. And Likely Haney. You're little... thinking that you're you're thinking it's Heaney. Um, he's just hasn't been consistent. You know, and right. I. And the other candidate, I guess, I guess would be Dane Dunning, just because that's where he started the year. But you can't move Dane Dunning to the bullpen. Not right now. He's, he's right one now. of the... And John Gray's pitching really well right now. So Scherzer's um, been lights out yeah, since that course. first inning. Yeah. So um, it it would seem like Heaney. Uh, you have Martin Perez down there, and he, you know, Martin pitched okay Saturday, not great, but he hadn't pitched multiple innings in a he while. He did his job. He he came <laughs> he, in. To eat some innings so they didn't have to extend the bullpen. Yeah. Kind of in a game where you thought, you know, I, I know what Bochy's plan was. I'm going to put Martine in there, see if we can chip back into this. And if we do, we'll go to our better bullpen right, arms. Right. But if not, he may just have to eat a couple of innings to see sure. if we can. Guys need rest. And- yeah, guys need rest. And let's see if our bats can get going to get back in it when they never really could get back yeah. into it. You let Martine eat the rest of it. Sure. That's just kind of how you play it. That serves a purpose. I don't care who you are. Yeah, Every sure. team and needs one of those. I mean, that's part of managing. You know, yeah. you got to make those decisions. But anyway, uh, as it pertains to Evaldi, there, there will be guys who can pitch multiple innings behind him and get the game to the back end guys. Right. Um, so I, 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 think, there you go. I think that's one way to do it. I, I, I think that that's how they uh, had done it or were planning to do with the Grom. Uh, that's that's how they want, I think, probably will end up doing it with Evaldi. I think, look, these guys just don't go – these big-name guys just don't go on rehab assignments anymore. You they know they don't mean? need to if you can if, – if, if they need to pitch three innings and you think, then let them pitch three innings in the big leagues. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and get those and, and get that adrenaline going and that juice going. And, sure. And even if they, they struggle a little bit for one outing, that's what you're doing. You know, you, you that, that's guys capable of shutting down somebody for three yeah. innings. And, 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 you, know, and you, you do kind of need a guard against the adrenaline and it, ratcheting it up too soon. But, 
he's also his his bullpen session. He's it's kind of been like a simulated game where he'll throw fifteen pitches, sit down for yeah five or seven minutes, and then do it, and then do it, and then do it. So he's kind of he's stretched out a little bit. But I don't think they want to go back to like a spring training buildup where he would start right. two innings and thirty pitches and build up every week. I don't think they have time for that. They need no. to they need to get him back. So I would think. It would be possible on this this upcoming road trip. It's a long road trip, um, but if they do send them out on a rehab assignment, maybe when they get back to town, September first, uh, in that vicinity, might be where, when when he comes back off the injured list. But sure, anyway, the rotations are going to get better. Yes, <clears throat> theoretically, because uh, you're adding an all star and subtracting a guy who's not an all star. Right, uh, and then you know, could the bullpen be better? I, of course, it could be. Um, you know, they they've Bruce Bochy and Mike Maddox have constructed what appears to be their pattern for the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning was Josh Spores and Aroldis Chapman and Will Smith. Um, you know, Spores has kind of hiccuped here. The last couple starts, he, he gave up a 4-3 lead Friday night in what turned out to be a 9-8 loss. Um, you know, and, and this is these are situations that Josh Spores has never been in. He's never been in. He's never had – He's he, this will be his first playoff Run, yeah, run, and then and his first time pitching in meaningful games. How's he going to handle it? Um, you know what he's done so far has been been surprisingly good. Yep. But when he's bad, he's bad. Yes, and you know you just got to know when, <laughs> when that's coming. And then um, so couple Chris, on, there's a Chris couple. Stratton who who came with Jordan Montgomery in that uh, Cardinals trade has been really really good. Yes, I I could see that. If, if, if Josh were to continue to struggle, that that is an easy way to fix that, um, and and you know then you then you talk about the ninth inning. You know, Will Smith had that blown save in in San Francisco. Uh, you know, closers aren't perfect; they're going to blow saves. All yep. right, um, they're in one closer in baseball that closed every opportunity. Right, and they get and, blown saves. You know, the fact of the matter is that. Rolls Chapman sitting there with 317 career saves and 102 or 103 mile per hour fastball. Um, is it will that play better in September and October when you need you need a power arm? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, Will Smith has the experience, recent experience. 2021, he was the Braves closer when they won the World Series. All right, so uh, it's not like he doesn't know how to pitch. Uh, he doesn't throw with the same velocity. You know, he needs a little. His slider is his best pitch. Um, if he's not Throwing it for strikes, if it's not on, it, it becomes a problem. You know, yeah. Whereas Chapman, um, he's always going to have that one-on-one. He has a good slider. Um, I, I don't know. We'll we'll see how that plays out. But you know, it, it's what, the biggest. It, it, it's set in stone. It, it's not set in stone because Bruce Bochy keeps saying, "Well, I might I might use a roll this Chapman in the ninth inning," but he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens there. And then the one other area I wrote about this today. At rangersday.com, five ninety nine a month, sixty dollars for the year. They're short a right-handed bat right now. Um, you know, Josh Young is hurt, and he's not going to be back for at least a month. Jonah Heim can't bat right-handed, right? So, and and opposing teams know this. I mean, they read the newspaper too. Hey, they they, they read uh, Rangers today Council too. Council did it, yeah. And Cal- Craig Council did it yesterday. Uh, had a left-hander come into the game to specifically to face Jonah Heim and the Rangers pinch hit for him, and um, uh, it was Robbie Grossman who really is the only right-handed bat on the bench. I mean, Austin Hedges bats right-handed, but Austin Hedges is hitting 160. Right, exactly. Uh, you you don't you, you really don't want Austin Hedges to bat. And um, so that left Josh Smith 
on the bench. Left-handed? Uh, who bats left-handed. J.P. Martinez, who bats left-handed. Uh, Travis Jankowski hit for himself against left-handed. He ended up drawing a walk. That's that's great, but I don't know if that's the situation that you want. So, so what do you do? Okay, the Rangers just signed Josh Harrison to a minor league contract. He's an infielder. He can play the outfield. Uh, he hit a home run, a leadoff home run Saturday for Round Rock. It seems like that if it, that seems like a pretty easy remedy right there to get to get him up. Um, Davis Wenzel, that's right. You know, there's Davis Wenzel who bats right-handed. Justin Foscue who bats right-handed. Blaine Krim who bats right-handed. Elio Hernandez who bats right-handed. And then there's Sandro Fabian who uh, who was a minor league free agent last year. Came from the Giants organization. He is killing it right now in Round Rock, and he is he has worked his way into into the picture. He's an outfielder. Um, I don't I don't know what uh, if, if the Rangers would do that. Uh, you know, if they wanted a big right-handed bat that they really believe in, I really think it would be Foscue. Yeah, uh, just because he makes a lot of contact, doesn't strike out a lot. Um, I know his, his his numbers have kind of dipped here the last month. He's kind of been in a funk. You know, Wenzel has 23 home runs, maybe 24, but he's hitting 237. Right. Um, but that 237 comes on the heels of starting out at like 115. Sure, sure. For the but, first month. So, so anyway, and then and then another name, Paul De, Paul De, De Jong or De Young, I don't know how he says it, um, was just DFA'd by the Blue Jays, and he was with the Cardinals and was a hot hot ticket item at the trade deadline. Well, he goes to to Toronto and goes three for 44 while filling in for Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette comes back, they DFA his ass. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that name gets kicked around a little bit. Just, you know, you're always trying to improve your club. When does he have to be here? By September 1st? By September 1st. If you're in the organization, well, August 31st. If you're in the if you're in the organization by 11.59 on the night of August 31st. Even become, as a minor leaguer. You become eligible for the postseason. So anybody in the organization at that point can play in the postseason. And and you know, so that that brings up a guy like Antoine Kelly, who's a Double A Frisco, the left-hander who's whose throws hard, was in big league camp, could be a potential bullpen option. I mean, Matt you got, Bush, you've got guys. Uh, we'll talk about Matt Bush a little bit. Um, and down in the bus it, leagues, down in the bus leagues. But the fact of the matter is, this team, while very good and twenty-one or twenty-two games above five hundred and and in first place all year, uh, can still be better. And they're are probably a couple things that they might be looking to address. Yeah, so, absolutely. Anyway, but but you know, since since we've had our last show, JP Martinez. No, we had our show Monday. We talked about him. Yeah, uh, he's he's he had a fantastic good. weekend that opening weekend. He's cooled off a little bit. He yeah. looks good at the plate. Um, he's fast out there on the bases. Good, good outfielder. He is a good outfielder, um, but he's not. He's not. You know, him and Duran. Well, not him <laughs> and Duran. Uh, Duran has been in a little bit of a funk. Yeah, Duran. So is Adolis. Adolis Garcia has been a little bit of a slump. He's not playing today. So, you know, they're – but, again, this, this happens. these things happen. Exactly. And, and so – but but the veteran guys like Garcia, you expect to clean it up pretty quick. It's yeah. these younger guys you got to wonder about, the guys sure. who are playing a full major league season for the first time or guys who are in the major leagues for the first time and uh, may not have the resources to, to get out of a funk so quickly. So. Right. 
And let's yeah. just put this to bed right now. Um, Evan Carter's not going to come up to the Big League <laughs> team this year. I, I, I really yeah. thought he might. There might be a chance, but it, it's not going to happen right now. No. Um, if they haven't moved him to AAA yet, they're not going to call him up from AA, I don't think. I yeah. think they'd want to get him to AAA first. But right now, I, there's there's enough left-handed bats on this team. Yeah, and and so you know, Foskey would be your guy to watch. That, right. that might be who's got to be put on the the, the forty man. man this offseason anyway. Yeah. Who's hitting well? Although you said he's got a little bit of a slump. Uh, uh, he homered last night though. So, but, you know, so that that's a guy who could come up, maybe even play a little first base. Sure. You've also got. Uh, you know, low. You, it's hard to keep low out of the lineup because he is hitting pretty well. As, as can't take him out. Yeah, Garver. Garver's been very, very good. Can't take him out right now. So. Garver could play first, and he. You know, you could give him each a half day off. Maybe Garver could play first one night. Let low DH. Yeah. But I think the, both those guys say when they're in the field, it's better for them. Yeah. Well, and look, one one name I didn't mention with the right-handed bat is Sam Huff, who could who could come up and become the third catcher if they wanted to do something with right with with, with hedges. hedges. Yeah. Um, but anyway. There are possibilities and things that can be done. But, again, good team. Don't panic. Nope. Long way to go. Still got a long way to yeah. go. And maybe Josh Young gets back before the end. I, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, sure. he's in the middle of this right now. But I think it's now time. You know what? Let's get uh, let's get the kid on here first. We'll get, we'll get Jake on here first, and then we'll go to John Daniel. Okay. Right after this, guys, the guest segment is brought to you today by the Frisco Rough Riders. Jeff, what's going on at Frisco? Well, you know they're uh, they're getting ready to to head back out of town. They're going to go to Midland, uh, play the Rockhounds, and then they're they're going to come back for the last week of of August and the and for Labor Day weekend. And it is a big, big, big weekend. It's their twentieth anniversary uh, celebration, and then um, it, it starts on on September first with the Chris Young and Josh Young, Young and Young, just to spell differently. Dual bobblehead giveaway. Uh, on the on the second, that's a Saturday. Um, they're going to have the 20th anniversary poster giveaway and an alumni autograph session. And I think I think Chris Davis is going to be at that uh, on on Sunday the third. Uh, your dream team card set giveaway. I don't know if you've been following Frisco on social media, but that was pretty cool. It's a pretty good team to see. Uh, a little pregame catch on the field, and then Labor Day. They have a game on Labor Day on the fourth, and uh, they'll have fireworks on the first the third and the fourth so get out to frisco um, especially if you want to see some of the the greats and celebrate all the good names that have gone through frisco and and are currently there you know we we, we go over those names all the time so uh milb.com slash frisco and check them. all right guys and joining us right now from mckinney texas you know him as Jake Dupre. He's the guy that was on the game the other night that started Section 133. He also runs the Instagram account, Rangers.Nation, which is 51,000. Is that right? It's up to 55 now. It's up to 55,000 yeah. now. Jake, what's going on, buddy? What's up? Just, uh, you know, everything's been crazy lately. It's, it's awesome that we started this movement. Yeah, you've had a good week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's been insane. Everything's been crazy, just moving so fast. So you guys were out there for uh, one of the Angels games. Corey, what do we call it? Corey's Corner. Is that what we're going to call it? Section 133. Um, yeah, you know, that's that's the name we decided. But, uh, you know, we, we, we might need to move sections because we have so many people that want to go. We might need to just take all of right field. So we might, might need to rename it a little soon. Okay. Corey's outfield. Yeah, yeah Corey's right field or something yeah. like that. You know, so, all right. So, how did this whole thing start? I mean, I, the you, you kind of gave Emily a, 
uh, a quick rundown, but uh, go ahead and expand for us. Uh, you started this, what, eight years ago? Yeah, um, my Ranchers Nation account on Instagram, I actually started nine years ago when I was okay. 11 years old. Um, the whole Corey's Corner thing just started against the Angels. We were inspired by a big like fraternity, I think, those out there two weeks before us. Yeah, yeah. There's a big group. I got a lot of media recognition. We're like, hey, like we have I have a big following. Uh, I teamed up with um, a guy on TikTok named Caden Fouch. She has a big following. We we're like, hey, like we could we could do this. We could get a bunch of people out here. So we just made up a post, told everybody to come on that day against the Angels. And the show was 10 times better than we expected. And <laughs> obviously y'all saw it. It was awesome. We we're energetic all game. And it was just it was great. Yeah, the um, and the player the players are, are taking notice too. Yeah, we, we we've talked to him about it. We talked to Bruce Bochy about it the next day, and uh, he you know they listen to your chants and they get a kick out of it. And um, so your 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 loudness is definitely appreciated. Um, but you you're you're looking to do another one, all right? I mean, September eighteenth is that what I saw? Yes, yeah, September eighteenth is our set date for the next one. But ideally, we'd like to do one sooner, but just there's not enough tickets available but september 18th we pretty much we've already sold out 133 132 and we have a month till the date so it, it's looking wow. pretty good <laughs> that's pretty awesome all right we're gonna be out there and i'm gonna what, run uh, out i'm gonna get out in the middle of that i'm gonna make right. sure i'm at that game I'm, on, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna run out there and find jake <laughs> what so uh, i mean that's a lot of people and you said there are more who want to do it so how, how many do you think you'll have for that day i mean it's, shoot it's you've only been saying it for a couple of days here and you've already got two sections sold out yeah we, we've been posting it for two days and now we've sold 500 tickets so um i mean by the end of it i by the day i think we'll probably have a thousand maybe more i mean i can't put a number on it yet but yeah. i mean we, we've been marketing for two days and we've done 500 there's no telling how big this can get uh are how are, are the rangers involved are you getting a group discount or are people just paying full price yeah, the Rangers got us a ticket discount, so they they uh, reserved all of Section 133 and 132 for us, and um, I actually teamed up with some private sponsors, so we're getting free t-shirts for everybody in the section, free rally towels, free um, foam uh, cowboy hats, so we're all going to be in uniform. These are all private sponsors, too, that I've, I've teamed up with. That's pretty awesome. That is incredible. I tell you what, we're going to get you a Rangers Nation hat. Is what Rangers we're going to today. Rangers today hat. That's yeah. right. Uh, we got a Rangers today hat. We're going to get to you and make sure you have it. I might have it with me that night, but uh, we for sure got to get you one of those. This is fantastic. He reached out to me uh, a while back. I think you were kind of semi looking into you getting into media. Is that what you're wanting to do? And maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to um, get some media credentials so I can go on the field. I'd love to do some like on field interviews and just expand my Ranger content. Um, I've actually been in contact with the Rangers about that too. So that's in the works. Well, if that happens, let us know. We'll make sure we're there. I'll find you. And I can, because your first time there, you kind of got to have somebody show you where all to go to make sure you go to the right spot. I remember uh, Levi Weaver helped me out the first time and Jeff and I got to know each other. So get you around, but uh, good luck with that. I hope that works. I, you'd reached out to me and I was kind of like, I don't really have the pool to do that. <laughs> Jeff might, but I don't. So, but it, it sounds like you're really making some strides there and that's fantastic. Uh, I, you know, as well as me that I come at it from a Ranger fan perspective, Jeff's a reporter. He's a, he's a beat writer. He comes at it objectively, but you and me, Jake, we're on the same page, Bubba. <laughs> oh yeah. It's all about the Rangers. 
That's right. Uh, all right. So, what's your ultimate goal with with Rangers Nation? Well, I mean, obviously, what we're doing with right field, like I, I want to make the stadium a madhouse. I want to make the stadium just like playoff atmosphere every single game of the year. I want everybody to be loud and rowdy and everything. But as far as myself, my personal goal, I'd, I'd love to work for the organization. I'd love to just somehow get my foot in the door with them. And whether I'm doing, you know, like marketing or whatever, I just, I just want to work for the organization because I love the Rangers. All right. So now you played a little college baseball. Where are you going to school? Are you going to school right now? Yeah. Um, last year I went to university of Arkansas, rich mountain and I played baseball. Um, I'm not playing baseball anymore. I'm going to Collin college yep. right now just for a semester. And then I plan on going to SMU next semester. Okay. Very All cool. Right. That's fantastic. What, um, what was I, I was going to ask. Um, so what, what you're a Rangers fan. So how jazzed up are you for this season? Oh, I can't, can't even put it into words. I mean, especially after the last, like, you know, three, four seasons. I mean, this is, this is amazing. It's, it's been rough to be a fan. And now this year is just, I, I can't even put it to words. Do, do you remember the world series years? I do. I was only, I guess, nine in or eight and nine. Yeah. So I oh. do remember that's, that's when I truly started loving the Rangers. Like, grew up a huge Josh Hamilton fan. He's still my favorite player to this day. But I, I do remember it. What, what a, what a talent! That yes. Was, oh my gosh, <laughs> those five years were pretty. Uh, you know, hey, Jeff I, was there on the field doing all of that. Yeah, you got I mean, to, it, you got it to was, experience it was, all. He, he, he's, he's one of a kind. There will be another. Yeah, I mean, he. The way I look at it, he was Mike Trout before Mike Trout. Yes. Just for a very. For a very brief period, Josh Hamilton could could do whatever he wanted on the baseball field. Yep. And you know he, unfortunately, he ran into walls and. Yep. You know he always had to battle his his demons and and everything like that. But Josh Hamilton, and especially in 2010, was just remarkable. Yeah. It was, it was unbelievable how good he was, and you know he could go he could score from first on a on a double. I mean, he he could turn turn on pitches that are six inches inside. One of the most I, I was at the four homer game in Baltimore, which yeah. is like my the best thing I've seen, I guess, on the beat. Um, there was one game against the Red Sox and went to extra innings, and Josh Bard, no Daniel Bard, Daniel Bard was pitching, and he he was a rookie, he was throwing hard, he was the next big thing for the Red Sox, and he threw a ball, a fastball to Hamilton that had to be eight inches off the plate inside, and he turned on it somehow got it right down the line for I think it was the game winning double but I mean he just he did he did stuff that people don't do yes. and and um yeah wish him well I've been trying to get in contact with him he's a good guy yeah he's I kind know of he, cut off from talking well to him. I know he had that deal with his his daughter and uh it's been settled. settled and everything but um anyway I you know I I hope Future the Rangers guess. I hope the Rangers welcome back welcome him back and yeah, and, yeah. Um, but anyway that was my little Josh Hamilton soapbox <laughs> moment there, um, but thanks for bringing that up because you know I'll, I'll talk about Josh Hamilton. You still still see Josh Hamilton jerseys and, and stuff in the, in the crowd. Miss Josh, yeah, yeah, definitely miss him. Well, uh, this is impressive. I, I gotta say this this is pretty impressive what you've done. Now social media is is you know Jeff and I didn't grow up with social media, 
me especially uh, at my age. So this whole, my kids are into the Instagram. I have an Instagram account. It actually has a few thousand followers, but huh. most of them are bots. I think I don't even I've have got like 600. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know how to promote it, but one day I had like 4,000 or 3000 people. And I was like, what is this? A lot of them were good looking girls. So I knew it had, to be, well, baby. it had to be some kind of weird thing. So I don't know what it was, but I, that's great that you do that. Obviously you can, you know, we'd love to work with you some too and get out some stuff for some content or anything we can. And hopefully you'll get with the Rangers and maybe get a job with them one day and we'll see you all the time out there that'd be a blast yeah that's the goal I, I have a meeting with them on tuesday so we'll see if we can work anything out nice nice we'll keep us posted yeah keep us posted yeah. that would be great jake uh anything else we we'll get him on so when when's the date september 18th yes. but you might try to do a new one another one too right yeah september 18th if, if we can figure something out where we're able to somehow get some tickets i don't know before then we'll we'll probably do another one but because that's that's a little far out. We want to do one before that, like keep the ball rolling. But um, that's well, that's who's the eighteenth. Who do they playing on the eighteenth? The Red Sox. Oh, okay. Holy cow! They so we're gonna we're gonna bust out some sweet Caroline chants because uh, the Yankees got so mad about our roll call. <laughs> did, did they really? Yeah, that was on John Boy and talking baseball. They they were pretty mad about that. So so we want to yeah, make I, some Sox fans mad now. I came to your defense to a couple of them. And I was like, Hey, you know what? We, we invented ballpark nachos. So if you're, if you're going to eat ballpark nachos at a Yankee game, you better be giving the Rangers credit. If you have a problem with the Rangers doing a roll call, give me a freaking break. I thought that was the, point. It was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. And dot races. If you're doing any kind of little race around right. the field, the dot race was invented by the Texas Rangers. So you gotta, if you're doing hot dog races or anything that all stemmed from the dot race. Yeah. So, you know what? Give some credit where credit's due. So. All right. All right, Jake. Hey, this is fantastic, buddy. Uh, well, I'm going to come out and see you the 18th. I'll make sure we're at the game uh, and come out and see you out there in the field uh, and, and hang out. I'm going to bring you a hat. But uh, anything else? No, just uh, continued success with this little movement you got going. It's not little. It's big. It's I, big I think it's big, and I'm, I'm pulling for you. I hope uh, you get to SMU. I hope you get a job at the Rangers, and obviously you can bug us, and we'll bug you all the time when you end up working for them. Thank you all very much. I look forward to seeing you all out there. That's All right, Jake Dupree. He is the he is the guy that started at Rangers.com on Instagram. Rangers.nation. At Rangers.nation. I don't know why I'm, Instagram. I'm, you got to forgive me. I'm old. At Rangers.nation on Instagram. Guys, go out and follow him. He's already got a big following now. We're going to get him some more. This is a fun, Jake. Hey, we'll see you out at the ballgame. Thank you, guys. All right, John Daniels coming right up. All right, guys, and joining us right now is former Rangers president of baseball operations and general manager, now special advisor to the Tampa Bay Rays. It is John Daniels, and he is head of uh, one of those that sits on the board of Do It For Durit. Big into that. That's why we're having him on. John, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Big week coming up. It is. It is a big week. Um, you know, I, 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 people keep asking me about, about this and everything. It's been nine years. God. Since since Richard passed, and I I mean I obviously I remember exactly where we were. We were in Oakland. You were on the trip. Um, I I don't remember a lot about that night. You Darvish pitched, which means the Rangers lost because the A's had his number. Yeah, and uh, but that was it. That's it. Um, but out of it has come this. Uh, we'd rather have Richard, but th this <laughs> this is pretty special. And what just. What does it mean to you to be able to be involved in this this deal? Yeah, well, you know, you ask that question, it takes me back to that night in Oakland also. And um, you know, I've been pretty fortunate to that point. I really hadn't lost many 
you know, peers and contemporaries and friends. And um, that just hit me, it hit all of us the same way. It was, you know, it could have been any of us. This guy was in incredible shape and healthy and took care of himself and similar age kids to the rest of us and, and great family. And just remember thinking, man, like, like I, you know, God forbid this happened to me. Like, you know, hopefully somebody would help my family out. And what an unbelievable, like, uh, genuine and just organic effort that that stemmed from that. You know, I remember Eric Nadell and Emily Jones and yourself and and Anthony and the whole group. Everybody just kind of instantly was like, "We got to do something." And um, the organization was behind it. Obviously, Richard has such you know equity with everybody there and Wash and and, the, and John Blake and everybody. And next thing you knew, we had that monster event. You know, yeah. kind of just it grew and. Um, so, you know, it, it obviously it stemmed from like a desire to take care of, you know, a friend and, and colleague and one of our own. And then really from there, it was about, you know, kind of Kelly's spirit. I, that, that's kind of what I come back Kelly, you know, Richard's wife. And, you know, fortunately, they had made good decisions and, and they didn't need our help so much after that. And um, Kelly was like, well, don't do it for me again, but can we pay, can we pay it forward? And can we yeah. take care of other people that are in the same spot? And man, that just... I know it hit all of us the same way. We're like, yeah, of course. What a <laughs> right. what a smart thing to to say and generous thing to say and do. And so it's it's been um, you know, it's it's obviously it's it's a topic that you know, there's a lot of like emotions and grief around it anytime somebody loses a, a family member and, and it's just so suddenly, but it's kind of come this cool little subculture sub community of of the area here where you know people take care of each other and it's just it's just a little small way we can give back it's it's nice yeah um you know i we obviously we we each have wives and kids and think the world of them but i don't i don't know anybody as strong as, as kelly durrett i mean i i just oh i just can't you know think of what you know she has three kids she was pregnant at the time and god god bless little Margot. she's had some some medical issues of her own there right from the start and Kelly's just she's she's, awesome. she's just a warrior. And, I know, and, and, working full time, and I mean, she yeah. just gets after it. Huh? Makes the rest of us look pretty sad, huh? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. As as busy as we think we are, come on, give me a break, you know. Well, I, here's what I'll know about. So I didn't know Richard. Um, I, I met him one time as a fan out in Frisco, but you guys knew him, and it just always came across as this unbelievable dude. Yeah. But I met I met Kelly at the golf tournament you and I played together. Okay. And that's when my son was going through the brain issue. He was yeah. having brain surgery and Kelly heard about it. And that whole trip, she rode around a golf cart next to me, just talking to me about it. And I just fell in love with her. I just thought <laughs> she was the neatest person. And we still now every year yeah. since then, we see yeah. each other at the bench comes up and hugs me and just going nine to nothing. Of course, our kids are getting big. Good. Yeah. Lord. He's I mean, going into high school. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be driving before too long. You know, you know something about that. Yeah. We'll get into that. Good <laughs> Lord. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, and and th this year we're getting help from Next Step uh, Recruiting. Um, they are pretty much running the whole show. I mean, I, Anthony and Emily have been pretty involved. I've I've done a little work trying to grab some stuff. I talked to Wash the other day, and he's sending stuff. And a conversation with Ron Washington is like the highlight of of anybody's day. If that if if you've done that, you've had a great day. And uh, he was <laughs> he was cleaning his apartment because his wife was getting ready to come. He's vacuuming and cleaning the bathrooms. And he said, he said, I was vacuuming. I hurt my back. I need to lay down and take a nap. Huh? I mean, shit, he's 71. 
<laughs> but anyway, um, seventy one so yeah. has more energy than the rest of us combined. Right, right. So this, this uh, kind of you, you've been to all the events. Talk about what what an event is like. I mean, it's kind of a it's like you said, it's a community for Ranger fans. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it, it's cool. So it's listen. I mean, I'm I, I feel like I'm kind of like uh, riding all your old coattails on this thing I, I try to help a little bit but you know you, you and, and emily and, and anthony and now obviously greg and next step have taken it to a, to a whole nother level but it's i mean you've got you know uh, a ton of of ranger folks you know from some of the organization eric nadell and then you you know typically we'll see some combination of, of you know former ranger greats you know Derek holland or darren oliver colby lewis you know michael young these types of you see these people there because they're all kind of pulling on the same uh end there and and so there's a little bit of like nostalgia i mean last year uh jeff you remember uh, mike maddox was there this is this is right after he left the cardinals before he came back you know before he came back and um so th- there's a little bit of, of kind of, you know, trading stories and nostalgia and and um, uh, obviously a lot of baseball talk. And then, you know, and, but it's just it's a lot of like hardcore fans that have been with the organization for a long time. They, they know each other. It, it has become a community. And then, you know, obviously the the highlight or not obviously, but one of the highlights, I think, is is when Kelly, you know, typically, uh, you know, just off the cuff kind of shares her thoughts a little bit and, and pulls it all together while we're doing it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, this year we're doing a, not just an event, an event with the auction. We're also doing a a golf tournament. I think there are a handful of spots still available. Uh, next step recruiting golf.com. It's where you can sign up, get all the information. It's called the do it for dirt double header. So, um, you don't have to do both. You can do one, you can do the other, but, um, there's still some spots available. So, uh, who doesn't want to go play golf in a hundred and yeah, eight degrees. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be real nice. I'll be out there. I've got real I've got to lose nice. weight. This I figure I'll just lose it all at once. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna lose a lot of water weight. Yeah, it's all water weight though. It's gonna come right back on. That's right. That's all right though. Uh, so yeah, so we're looking forward to seeing you out there. Um, you you're 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 still pretty busy, right? I mean, you're not you're not grinding it like you used to. But um, what are you doing with the Rays? Yeah, you know, I found a, a real happy medium between the the you know thousand mile an hour pace that I was going for a while and and the uh, you know zero mile an hour that sometimes is nice too. Uh, so I, what I what I'm doing with the Rays first of all, they're, they're president of baseball ops, Eric Neander, and and I have developed a really good relationship. I have just a ton of respect for him. thinks he think he's one of the best executives and one of the best you know, humans in the game, and so we had traded notes over, over a period of time, we'd become friends. And then he reached out when I got let go. And I went in there last fall, met with them. Um, you know, the role, the best way I would describe it is it's, it's, you know, there's, I'm in there for the the trade deadline and things like that. And I get to weigh in at the winter meeting, et cetera, on, on potential acquisitions, but that's not the focus of the role. That's just kind of like, you know, keeps me engaged. I think the real focus is just some of the things that, I've had the opportunity to learn and experience over my years with, with the Rangers, um, you know, just trying to help the, the Rays group, maybe learn a little bit from that. And if they, you know, some of the times I, if I stubbed my toe or things I saw right or saw wrong, if, if the, if the Rays group can learn from that a little bit, um, maybe avoid some of the same mistakes uh, over time or, 
best practices, sharing those sort of things, ask questions, maybe from a little bit of an outside perspective, um, trying to help from a staff development st- standpoint and, and kind of as they look to, you know, structure how they're set up, things that we've learned over time. So it's really more about that. It's kind of sharing my experiences and what I've learned. Um, but there's certainly enough baseball piece to that, that makes it fun and keeps me engaged. And, uh, you know, I'm watching the Rays here at home every night and yeah. a little bit of travel, but not too much. Get a lot of time with family. So that's been great. Well, I, I would assume that you're learning something from them because they do it differently than just about anybody. Uh, it's a great point, Jeff. I, I've learned a ton. Um, it's been, I don't know what it's been now, eight, nine, 10 months, something like that since I joined them. And because um, I think they have, obviously, from a, uh, an innovation standpoint and a, a research standpoint and kind of, you know, the the opener and the shift and all these things that really like kind of started there and, and grew from there. There's no doubt there, there's a, a healthy piece of that. Um, I knew that going in, I expected that, you know, the, the kind of the data, um, analytics side, I expected that to be heavy and it is that there's a, they, they've got a robust model and they, they, you know, they do a lot of cool stuff with it. But what I think people on the outside don't fully understand is that the, the culture there is really people driven, um, from the owner, uh, Stu Sternberg down throughout the organization. It's really about, treating people well, hiring good people, developing your own. I mean, I, I, I'm one of the few that's been hired from outside and they really invest in their people. They've got a great social conscience. They, they really, you know, contribute to the community. So there's a lot of like really um, admirable traits there uh, on top of the innovation. And, and, you know, they, they've been to the playoffs four straight years with, you know, one of the lowest payrolls in the game and they're doing something unique and something right. And, um, so there's no doubt I've learned a lot, but it, it, the people piece is what's really made it enjoyable. What do you think of the you, we we saw you out at the ballpark right after the All Star break? What what do you think of the uh, 2023 Texas Rangers? They're good, man. Uh, I, I was hoping that series when I saw you there it would go a little differently. Uh, <laughs> when they swept the Rays, but um, no, they're really good. You know, the, the position player club is deep. Um, you know, I think after a year of kind of transition and, and getting their feet under them, getting comfortable, you've got, you know, Seeger and Simeon or, you know, these kind of clutch, you know, uh, clutch their own term, but these anchors, these consistent, you know, productive anchors on this, this club. I mean, Seeger's on the top, what, three or four hitters in the game, you know, for sure. they yeah. missed some time and he's still been among the most productive players out there. And, and it's been cool to see the other guys, you know, a lot of the other young players take a step, um, it's been cool to see the next, you know, when guys step up, when Seager went down, Duran goes off, when Hein goes down, Garver goes off. Uh, and then, I, you know, they've done a tremendous job uh, adding some, you know, top-notch starting pitching. You know, Ovaldi, his first half, and obviously Montgomery and Scherzer, huge acquisition. So they're going to be tough, man. They, they can compete with anybody. Do you, do you, uh, do you take satisfaction in seeing this happening? Because a lot of a lot of what is taking place now kind of started under your watch. Um, I don't know if I'd say satisfaction. Um, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of mixed emotions for sure. I, I'd love to see why uh, a couple of days ago we were talking about it, and um, you know, I, I there's certainly a, an element. I'm rooting for so many people there, you know, yeah. both on on field and off, and. 
And is it is it nice to know that like, hey, like we weren't crazy, <laughs> we, you know, this, this group that we thought had promised to, you know, that was like the foundation of, of a good club, like to see it actually starting to happen like that. That's been yeah, it's been nice to know. All right. Well, hey, maybe I'm not a total idiot. You know, that maybe, maybe <laughs> it's still partial. I think my wife would say still definitely partial. But uh, so that part's been good. But, um, you know, it's 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 weird. It's weird watching. It's going to be super weird watching when they are spraying champagne and I'm sitting on my couch. You know, that, that'll be you know, that'll be a, uh, an emotional kind of unique thing to experience. But pulling for the group and, and happy they're doing well. Yeah. Uh, Chris, um you know, in the days after you were let go was shocked and, and, um, very gracious and, and, and what, what you did for him yeah, and, and, and done for the too. team. And, uh, but you guys are, you, there's no animosity there. I mean, you just said you had lunch with them. You guys are, you guys are buds. Yeah. We're, we're, we're friends. We have been, I mean, having for a long time, ever since, uh, I was the dumbass that traded him to San Diego. <laughs> um, no, we, we've stayed, we've stayed close and I know, you know, uh, have a great appreciation for what he's going through and grinding and, and um, yeah, we talk, I mean, our, our wives still talk and uh, no, there, there's absolutely no animal. He had nothing to do with it. Um, in fact, I think, you know, we've, we talked about it actually right before I got let go and after, and then still, like, I think, you know, both of us had this idea that, you know, maybe I, I would stay on and, and sort of like, and it, maybe what I'm doing for the Rays, a similar yeah. type of role for, for Texas. And it wasn't meant to be, but um, yeah, he, CY and I are in a good spot. I mean, you, you got the job, what, in 2005? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a hell, hell of a long, of a long, That's long, a long tenure. Run. That's what, 17 years, something like that. Yeah. 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 And uh, it just, um, yeah, you, you make a lot of friends in in the business. And uh, you do the best you can, um, but but seventeen was a long time. You you were thinking that this was going to be that that was going to be it anyway. Yeah, I was, and I, I had shared that with some people close to me and some friends, and um, yeah, I mean, just to tie it all back. I mean, I, I like I, uh, when Richard passed. That was like one of the first times I was like super keenly aware of what I was missing at home. You know, I think I'd taken it for granted at that time. I had three young kids. My youngest was uh, three. My oldest was seven at the time. And um, that was one of the first times I was like, whoa, like I maybe I shouldn't take this for granted. Now I, you know, continued on for another seven, eight years, but I became more and more aware of what I was missing over the years. And, you know, and, and the pandemic, we're all home a little bit more. You you know, you kind of realize, hey, I, I kind of like this. I like these people. And, and shockingly enough, they still like me. Okay. And, um, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I wouldn't trade. I'm, I'm I'm, glad how it all played out. I wouldn't trade it for the world. But it, it was a long time on the good side, experienced some amazing things, great relationship. It was a long time and, and probably, you know, it was it was the right time, I think, to step away, uh, how it happened, whatever. But yeah, um, the the end result is kind of what what I needed. So are you uh, are you uh, drive, driving the dad, daddy chauffeur driving the kids to school? I guess I guess Lincoln's kind of working on driving himself to school. Yeah, or... We talked about yeah. that. I saw him when he was in front of the. You got talking to your son for a sec. He's got a, he's sixteen, right? Yeah, he's driving. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have one the same age. I, I wanted to know this. I ended up, look, I've got two older kids. Yeah. So my youngest is his oldest age. So, okay. but John and I are going through the same point, both juniors in high school. They're driving themselves to school now. Were you the instructor? Did you teach him how to drive? Yeah. Well, <laughs> mostly because I thought like, well, it wasn't Robin, my wife said, you've got to, you've got to do it because he and her were going to, one of them was going to kill the other. Robin yes. was, she's the most amazing mom, patient, loving, caring, but not a driver's ed teacher. Absolutely. No. You and I are married to the exact same woman. My wife could, she never taught my older kids. Okay. And I didn't teach my older kids. They went to a little school. Yeah, I no, said, I'm going to teach my that. younger one. And I, Kathy wanted to, and I said, you need to sit in the house and don't get in the car. Because you hit imaginary brakes, oh, you do this might. every time you grab yeah. something, and it scares the kids to death. Sure, and yeah. my, my son was like, "Dad, I, I can't do it with her in the car," and I'm like, "I understand. <laughs> I can't do it with her in the car sometimes. I know yeah. what you're talking about." So, <laughs> how did he do? Did you white knuckle a few times? It's usually hit the brake better. Or yeah, yeah. I mean, um, certainly, you know, the first few months were even at the first month or so after he had the license, right? but. Yeah. we got through it thankfully he's 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 a good driver and he's doing well and now he's you know off on his own um my my middle child harper she's 15 so she's got her permit she's learning now too oh wow wow <laughs> i will say she's a, she's you know no offense to lincoln he might be mad at me for saying i think harper's starting at a little bit higher like jumping off point like she's <laughs> I don't know if it's like, you know, driving a golf cart or something. She, she got some experience doing that, but she's, uh, she's pretty good. So still, you know, and Robin's gotten better too. Uh, okay, good. good. Yeah. Well, Robin's yeah. Gotten better too. How about, I, the, how about those insurance bills you're, you're looking at? Uh, good, that's, good Lord. that's it. But I tell you what, it's worth it. I had to finally let my Kathy know, cause Kathy would ride with him a couple of times and she kept saying, we can't, he was ready to get his license. And I was like, you've got, I know it's driving you crazy, but he's going to learn more if we just let him go drive. Sure. We've got insurance. If he bumps somebody, we're not going to let him get on highways, let him drive around, go to the store, go park. And that's when they really learn when no mom and dad are in the car. Yeah. yeah. They're kind of on their own then. And, yeah. But you just can't let them have too much freedom. You can't go get on a highway yet. They got to see things for themselves. That's it. It's exactly what it is. I, so, John and I have been through this. I'm telling you. So my, uh, <laughs> my my mom grew up on a ranch in Evergreen, Colorado, Con Conifer. Be yeah. Beautiful. So it was just dirt roads. Nobody was there. So we would, that's where we kind of learned how to initially drive. So then, um, so, and it was stick shift too back then. We had I, all stick shift. That's how I learned. Yeah. So then, so I, I don't know, I was 13, I think I, I'd done that a couple of times. They're just letting me fart around. So uh, my dad and I, we had, we had like a nuggets, Denver nuggets, mini season package or something. And so we went to a game and I find this hard to believe, but my dad got drunk. I don't I mean, know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I can't drive. I was like, okay. And so he goes, all right, you're driving. I was 13. There you go. And we're in, we're basically in downtown Denver. <laughs> all right. And uh, we had to take the interstate to get home. How'd you do? I did great. But he he was like, this is what you need to do. Just get on. And let me just say, this is not recommended driver. No, education. it's not. John, but I can ever since adhere to that. We do not get drunk until. And he, he made me, he made me, when we got to the end of the street, our street, he's like, all right, get out. <laughs> so he could, so he could drive up. So he could drive up the street. So mom could see that he was driving, but uh uh, oh, that was, that was my first driving experience. So I had it easy. I mean, I, you know, the driver's test was no big deal. I, I had did I had you, this thing aced. Did you have to keep like keep it a secret for mom? 
Oh yeah, we kept it a secret. I was about to say yeah. that's that that's good. We grew up in different time. I, my dad would have definitely done that if he'd <laughs> ever thought that he needed someone to drive him, but he always thought he could drive anyway yeah. back in those days. No, <laughs> I'll never forget it. Never forget it. But awesome. you know, kids today can't drive a stick shift. I mean, your kids aren't learning on it, are they? No. Uh, if if they were at a farm and someone was about to murder everyone, and the and the only way to get away was a stick shift car, everyone would die. Yeah, because they don't know what to do to get it to start I can, that thing. I can drive a stick right now, baby. I love them. I, I love them. I wish I need to get them in one and teach them how to drive yeah. one, but they don't make those anymore, hardly. All right. Well, we've gotten way off point here. The point is Friday, do it for Durrett. Absolutely. We're going to be there. John Daniels is going to be there. Uh, again, it's next step recruitinggolf.com if you want to check it out. And, um, Come on by. That's it, John. At a great cause. Thanks for stopping by. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And I know that uh, you're rooting for the you you work for the race. You're pulling for them, but he is pulling for the Rangers a little sure. bit. He's not going to pull for the Rangers against the Rays. He can't do that. That's no, who, can't do that. Yeah, he can't do that. He's paying his bills. But it's always great to catch up with you, John. We'll see you Friday night, and th- and of course, do it for Durrett is a big part of your heart. I know that. And thanks to you and Jeff and that group for getting it started. Right. I've enjoyed it. I love it. It's a great event for me, but I'm just a spectator doing it. I appreciate it. All right, guys, after this, we're going to go down in the bus leagues. That's John Daniels, the Tampa Bay Rays. John, thanks so much, man. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having me. See you Friday. Okay. All right, a big thanks to John Daniels and Jake Dupre, who came on with us right there, especially John for getting us for the uh, Do It for Durant. We're going to see him Friday night. It is time to go down in the bus leagues. So let's go down the bus leagues, talk right. about everything minor leagues. Um, I have not taken the chance to look at ACL Rangers and see exactly what's going on there. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, they're they're up and down like all these young teams are. You know, some sometimes these teams are, you'll have a one of these teams in one of these leagues just run away with it. And last year's Rangers team was really good and 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 and, 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 and Arizona was, Complex League, yeah, and the Arizona Complex League, and even the Dominican League too. Um, and and then you have the, the teams that are. That kind of waffle and her. Da, 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 da. It's so, not about wins and losses yeah, at that no, level. It's, it's. I mean, you you like to win, you know, but it's yeah. about it's about at bats and experience and and you know they have such massive rosters and so many players there that you just got to try to you know find something that works. But you know, there there's still a lot of talent down there. And, and Sebastian uh, Walcott being the headliner that's that's playing for there. Yeah, yeah, and and so. And you know some some draftees are down there, and and so anyway, draftees have started filtering throughout the system. So anyway, okay, so let's go to down east. That's your low A team. Same with the Dominican. There are a lot of yeah international. They're, they've got two teams there, just right. kind of middle right. of the pack. They're not really, uh, but there's some fine young talent that's looked okay yeah, down there. But uh, let's go to down east. That's the low A team. They're twenty three and twenty one, five and five in their last ten. They've won a couple of games. Uh, still down there, I think pitching's your headliner. Brock Porter yeah. had a good game the other night. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, talked to talked about Brock Porter. He's he's you know, with with Ross Fenstermaker uh, the other day, and Ross is uh, there pleases punch with with Brock's season. You Everything know, he's, he's done, um, it's been steady. It's gone ex- according to plan. He's I think he's pr- pushed it over sixty innings now. He's kind of pegged between eighty and a hundred. He should get there without a problem. You know, they're they're. They're, they had him on the development list, but that was more so that they could yeah, control innings. Yeah, yeah, he's fine, and um, you know he's he's throwing three innings. It, it seems like just they're just building the foundation, is what they say. And you know the velocity's been ninety two, ninety five. They'll they expect that to kick up a little bit next year when he's more. Excuse me, when he's more comfortable. Um, so Brock Brock Porter season's gone uh, according to plan. 
Uh, offensively, they, they have some of the uh, uh, non-drafted free agents uh, who and, and, and then the ninth rounder, uh, Quincy Scott, is off to a great start. I think he had three hits Saturday. He's in over 400. He's a big guy. Um, got him out of Pomona College. I think he was in, did I say ninth round? Ninth round pick, I think. So, anyway, those are just some some names. And, you know, the, as as offensively uh, challenged as Down East has usually been is. this year, and really it's the whole Carolina League. It's a, it's a pitching heavy pitching friendly conference or league um it's not it's you know when somebody has a good good spurt like scott has had uh, it stands out you got to bring it up yeah in fact if, if you look at down look what cam collie did from down east coming up to hickory where he's really yeah. played better and hit yeah. well abby abby ortiz oh yeah and, and 20, Yosi, he's a 27 home Yosi, runs yozy galan also so anyway and i think that also has to do with your pitchers at the higher level start to have more control. You start to bring the ball over the plate a little more. And it's, but some of it's park effects. I mean, you yeah. know, you, you know, they're it's some of it's coastal. You know, you're, you're not the ball doesn't travel. Sure, Hick, a lot of Hick, lot of humidity. Hick, Hickory, there's more elevation. Uh, one other name, uh, Anthony Gutierrez. Uh, since his wrist injury, uh, he's been he's been pretty good. He, you know, the numbers may that's not show high, it. That's a name. But um, his OPS has been above average. Uh, since he came back so um don't you know and again these guys are like 18 yeah you know, so. absolutely anyway hickory crowdeds they are 31 and 15 they're five and five in their last 10 they've lost a few uh three in a row right there but <clears throat> that's a team that's going to make the playoffs uh down east has already made it from the first half yeah um, and we'll talk about another team that's on the verge of making the playoffs too. But Hickory, of course, is where the the Rangers' number two prospect and their number one oh, yeah, draft pick. I think he's their. He might be their. He might be their number one prospect in some public. Some, okay, all he right. hasn't passed Evan for me yet in the Rangers today oh, thing. Well, so all right. we know how that goes. Not to say he can't, right? Because uh, he right. has been impressive, but Evan. Um, has done nothing to be dethroned. He has okay. performed at his level too. Um, but Wyatt but Langford, we have to say hit, his name. Yep, yeah. Wyatt Langford. He's hitting two seventy four. He's got three home runs. Still got over a thousand OPS. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that, that's just a that's a talented kid. We had yeah. him on here last week. What a right. great kid too. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I'll always remember fried turkey. Bits. Uh, there you go, fried turkey chunks. Yeah, um, he, um, yeah, his first taste of pro ball. He's doing fine. Don't, yep. Nope. Don't don't read into it, good or bad. He's just yeah. doing good. And uh, don't think he's going to see Double A by the end of the year. I don't think so. Uh, probably not. He probably I, start next year in Double A. But you know, if 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 they make the playoffs, um, you know, you probably want him to get as many at bats as possible with Hickory. Uh, yeah. With Hickory, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, Abby Ortiz, good good gravy. You know, yeah, he's got twenty seven home runs. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's, he's going to be minor league player of the year. You'd think so. You'd so JC so. was probably on on so, on so JC Acuna. I mean, JP Martinez was in is in the conversation. He's probably not now, if, depending on how the season ends. But right, uh, although you know Cole Reagans ended up being the um, he ended up being the pitcher of the year, even though he uh, made his major league debut last right. year. But anyway, you look at Ortiz's numbers, and they just they just stand out. It's yeah. just unbelievable uh, the the numbers he has, and um, it's 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 interesting, you know, and and you know you need. Every system needs a guy to, to do this, and right. you hope that that it that it carries on and follows through, and he continues to have the success next year. What I would assume would be Frisco. I mean, yeah. he doesn't need to go back to to Hickory, and um, 
anyway, yeah. Great, what a, great, what a great, great stuff there. And yeah. that was what was said about him after he was getting drafted. They kind of said this kid with some pop, good good approach at the plate and all of that. But, I, you know, he was taken later, right? He wasn't like in, in the 10th or 11th round, I think. I don't even remember. I can't I have to look that, it up. that he uh, has uh, he done, is burst. Done, done real well. He's burst yeah. onto it. Frisco is double A, uh, and everyone knows Frisco around here in the Metroplex. Uh, 23 and 21. They're four or six in their last 10. Uh, they've lost a couple in a row. Um, this was the team that, that uh, MILB said was the uh, – was the number one talented team coming into the season. Mm. Uh, that has been plucked and made pilfered, yeah. whether it goes yeah. to AAA or been traded. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. still have some talent there. Sure. Uh, one guy that's probably a little concerning, which I don't think is too concerning, but uh, been some uh, swing and miss out of Zavala lately. He hasn't just – Yeah. He came back from an injury, though. and Well, you know, I, I think that uh, he's – He's been, you know, been a guest twice. Uh, came was a guest right when he came back. Um, he uh, is super laser dialed in and focused. I think I think he puts a lot of pressure on himself. Yeah, to do well, and uh, I think it, I think it'd be beneficial to him if he went out and I don't know, played around a golf or uh, you know, went and saw a movie or or. or if he, if he doesn't have a girlfriend, got a girlfriend, you know, something to, to make him realize there's a little more out there than baseball and it might trickle down. But uh, there, so there, there's some frust. I don't want to say frustration, but he hasn't taken off like I think the Rangers thought he would, but they still see the talent and, and aren't, yeah. aren't concerned about it too, too much. They just say, you know, these guys all come at their own pace. But uh, another guy at, at, at Frisco who we, we, I feel obligated to talk about is Jack Leiter, who on Wednesday yeah. was at Globe Life Field throwing live batting practice, and um, everybody in the front office was there except for Josh Boyd, um, that that I could tell, and that yeah. includes Ian Kinsler was there, Michael Young was there, Kip Fag was there, uh, of course, uh, you know, I believe Jordan Teagues, the minor league pitching coordinator, was there. Uh, Leiter was throwing live BP to Rangers hitters, um, and it was out out there on the field for everybody to see, and we all saw it. But the Rangers didn't want to talk about it, and it's very peculiar. Um, you know, this is the team's first round pick, number two overall in twenty twenty one. He has struggled uh, at 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 Double A Frisco, and what they're doing is, I want to say, unprecedented. Uh, but it's really weird to take this guy and just remove him from competition. You know, it's. It's you. You brought up Roy Halladay a few episodes ago about how the Blue Jays, when he was a rookie, he came up had instant success, almost threw a no hitter in his debut. Then the next year was terrible, and they sent him all the way down to Class A. Right. It's, it kind of feels the same, <clears throat> but whatever they're doing, you know, Lighter's healthy. Uh, Mike Maddox saw it. Bruce Bochy saw it. They saw good stuff. He was throwing strikes. It was you know, the purpose of it was said to be that uh, he, he, they were gathering you know, biomechanical data and things like that. Whatever, you know, just talk about it. Yeah. You know, you know it, it, explain what's going on, where he's at. Uh, he, sh- he should be back soon, I would think. Um, he's got to get out of his head. I still think that's part of it. Well, it, I think he has a lot of people in his head. That's what I mean. And, I, uh, you know, maybe he, you know, if he doesn't have a girlfriend, maybe he, need, maybe he and Aaron's of all need to go on a double blind date or something. Absolutely. And just, you know. Clear, clear your head, and and just do what you've been doing your your, 
don't know, your whole life. You've been, these guys have been good their entire lives. Um, just get out there and do it. But anyway, he should be back pretty soon, I would think. And, and you know, now that he is, uh, he's missed so much time, you know, do you, does he go make up his innings in the fall league? Does he, does he try to apply what he has learned here while the, on the developmental list? Is he going back to Vandy? I don't know. Um, Kumar Rocker is on his way to Vandy. Um, really? Uh, to go yeah. through his rehab there? Well, to take some classes, but also continue his rehab there. I think, you know, at a certain point on the rehab from Tommy John, you kind of hit a point where you can't do a whole hell of a lot. And it's, it's, it's you know, you're no throw, so it's just arm stuff and arm care and building up strength. And, uh, you, you know, you could probably do it at 24-hour fitness if you really wanted to. But right. I think that, um, you know, he'll be supervised. They trust the Vanderbilt staff. And uh, they'll be in and out, and they, and they have scouts in the area and people who will be dropping by and making sure he's doing everything right. Exactly. Yeah, if you're a player in that organization that, that <laughs> Vandy invites back, they allow the major league team's people to come in and yeah, check sure. it out too. They're, they're not going to – you belong to them, actually. You belong yeah. to the big league team. But it's a pretty neat setup. It's a great recruiting tool. I yeah. mean, to have that and have big leaguers coming back every oh, year. Absolutely. Walker Bueller hangs out there during yeah. the offseason and some amazing people. Now, Round Rock – now, another name, you know, Evan Carter – while still doing well, has kind of semi-cooled off a little bit here lately. And people were – I heard some people <laughs> pondering about, you know, his, his best friend and roommate just got moved to the Springfield uh, and got traded. And His best friend's his wife who lives with him. So, yes, that's right. So I think that I think that Evan's just fine. And, you know, again, guys just go through things It's a long like season. Long He's, season. This is first really – And his OPS is still like 860. Right. This is his first – Full, full season. I mean, I know he had a little bit off. Where well, he, had last year, he got through last year okay. Um, but, but I mean, this is – This is 108-degree weather, too. Yeah, you got to keep a lot of things in mind. It's yeah. Just stop reading into it. God, you know, guys just go through little things. Yep. All right, Round Rock. Round Rock. 27 and 17. They're smoking hot. But they are 10 and 0 in their last 10, but they've won 11 in a row. Yeah, yeah. And they are just hot right now, and they're, they're on – they look like they're heading towards a playoff spot, possibly. Um, you know, they're ahead. Let's see, what's their yeah, it's While you're looking that up, it's pretty crazy because before this winning streak started, they had lost six straight at El Paso. Yes. And, it, you know, some of these were tough losses, you know, walk-offs and things like that. It's not like they're getting blown off the field. Right. Um, and so anyway, but, yeah, they've been playing great. Um, uh, another, another name there. Is, is Cole Wynn. Oklahoma City's right behind him, two okay. games behind. Uh, Cole Wynn, who has been who's been pitching really well in the bullpen, um, had another good outing behind Zach Kent, who came who's back and, and pitching. Um, Cole Cole is probably going to be starting again soon. Uh, he was never a reliever. You know they 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 challenged him to start throwing more strikes, to getting it getting ahead of hitters, and then also. Um, some other little things that they sprinkled in along the way, and he's kind of checked all the boxes. He had a, he had one start where a pitch count got to him, and another start in Albuquerque, which everybody writes off because it's Albuquerque. So uh, he's been well. They think he's in a better position to be uh, an effective starter again. So uh, look for him this this last month. I, I think he's going to be in the rotation, finishing off uh, the season there. You know, he's on the forty man. So is Zach Kent. Uh, there, I'm not saying there are options for this year's team, but they need to. You know. This this is Cole's second year on the on the forty man. That's two option years. So they need to they need to get him right so he can be an option for the the big league team. 
Uh, and it looks like it's 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 going the right way. The stuff has always been there. He's added apparently he's added a split changeup uh, to go with his other changeup. So he's got all these different pitches. Um, what one thing that that I've wondered about is the automatic and ball strikes. What, what, how is that affecting these guys? And, and I think it's having an effect. You know, I, you know, it, and it, it not just Cole. I think, I think Owen White is having some trouble with it. Uh, Danny Duffy, who's on rehab assignment, was at AAA and asked to be moved back to Frisco because they don't have the ABS there. And he think he thought that the ABS was not allowing him to get the work done he needed to get done because it's all based on a player's height. Every batter's different. You know, they stand in the box and they crouch. Right. So the, really, pitchers have a hard time knowing what the strike zone is. And right. especially if the guys like to work at the top of the strike zone, they really have trouble knowing where the top of the strike zone is. So that's something else to that I think the Rangers and teams around baseball are, are weighing. Like, are, is this guy's numbers really that bad? Are his walk totals that true? Would a human umpire be calling things differently? Would this hitter be swinging at those pitches uh, – if there was a human umpire, if there was two strikes, and if he had to protect the plate, right? You know. So anyway, it's kind of interesting. It, it's a it's a it's a wrinkle that I hope. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't want automatic balls and strikes in the major leagues. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I think it would be bad for the game. I just I think it's just better. That, look, your good umpires, even your good umpires don't hit inside the strike zone on certain pitches, but they do it for both teams. Maybe they're yeah. calling yeah. a little bit outside on the outside, but if both teams are getting that call, yeah. that's fair. As far as I'm concerned, that's fair. If you're if you're an inch outside the zone and he's calling that for both teams, then both teams' hitters have to adjust to that outside yeah. pitch. You get upset when you see it looks like they're missing more, and sometimes they're just flat-out fooled by a pitcher. Yeah, uh, I think that's a legitimate thing. I just think that, you know, and, and – I think they rely on I think they rely on the catcher a lot when mm-hmm. the catcher catches the ball because you'll see uh, it happens frequently. A, a guy will set up inside, a catcher will set up inside, the pitcher will miss a spot, will go right over the heart of the plate, and he's but full. the catcher has to lunge for it or move his glove a long way, and so the umpire calls it a ball. Yep, you know it's um, and it, it just it's not perfect. Obviously, you know there's the human the human element as they call it, um, and and the ABS would get those pitches, but. I just think that that they, I don't want it. I don't want to see it there either. Yeah. I mean, we're going to be in wiffle ball territory then, where they're just throwing at the piece of wood back behind there, and if it hits it, yeah. it's a strike. Um, eventually, I, I I want to see the human element back behind there. It's fun to bitch at umpires. That's part of the game. <laughs> I, I, I'm seriously. Well, it, you know, and it 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 takes away the the framing element, which is a yep. legitimate thing that teams work on. The Rangers do as, as well or better than anybody. Um, you know, and and then you know, so are you just going to have a I mean, anybody could catch. I mean, you, I guess the stolen base thing is still still a legitimate deal, but right, you know, you I guess you would sell to block pitches. But I'm just saying, it, it the 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 value of the catcher gets a little yeah. less too. Absolutely. All right, it's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah, we were. It's going to be a long one, but that's all right. That's all right. But big, hey guys, we're gonna we're gonna harp on this one more time. Uh, do it for Duritas this Friday. Um, go to the website next step next step recruiting golf.com next step recruiting go- next step recruiting golf.com right and it has all the links to right. everything you need to know there's still some golf spots available there's still tickets available for the event it's all happening at the Rangers Golf Club if you haven't been out there uh, since it opened 
um, you're, you're missing out. It's a real nice track. Uh, it is not, if you're thinking, if, if you're a longtime Arlington resident and you're thinking, oh, God, that's where Ditto used to be, it's nothing like Chester W. Ditto Golf Course. Okay. All right? just, I used to just, play there. You just, just trust me on that. You, you'll see it, and you'll be like, there's maybe two holes that are somewhat similar. And okay. I, that, that's, that's it. So get out there. Uh, go to the website. Get out. Help a great cause. Do it for her. It is a tremendous cause. I'm biased, obviously, because I'm on the board. But uh, we, we, we help a lot of families that need the help. And that, a- that, absolutely. That a lot of times don't have any place else to turn. So um, help us with, with Do It For Durrett. Uh, help us with rangerstoday.com. It's, it's $5.99 a month or $60 for a year. Um, it's worth it. Yep. That's all, all i got to say about that. And uh, then go ahead and subscribe to our, our YouTube channel. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we've picked up a bunch. Yeah, uh, we Matt, have. Max Scherzer helped with that. Wyatt Langford's helped a little bit with that, too. So Absolutely. Um, go ahead and uh, check all that stuff out. But uh, good show. Good Absolutely, show. guys. We're back. Uh, dropped the boy off at school. So uh, got the tears out of the way. I'm back uh, and got one more in high school who it's going to – Kat and I laugh about it. This is the closest we've come to being empty nesters because he's more quiet uh-huh. and more of doing stuff. He, he does a lot of – he plays video games, plus he likes to do this stuff where he, he does uh, – he's into architecture stuff. He's got a girlfriend now. I mean, he'll leave, and we won't even realize he's left. It's going to be different. My other one was loud, and but he's off at school. A lot of fun. Guys, this has been a great one. Don't forget that Do It For Durrett. Uh, do It For Durrett. Um, hope to see you out there at the golf course this week or, or at the event after that. Rangers about to go on the road after today's game. Max Scherzer's pitching, and it looks like it's starting right now. I think they yeah, just started. Let's turn on the TV. We'll, we'll turn on the TV, and we'll get to it. Guys, until next time, we will see you at the yard.